0: Kenny. What's Guess up, what? dude? Look, I know it's a little late. Yeah. But, uh, You're late like, for the episode, like, uh-huh. Yeah, like I I'm late for the episode, but look, there's a good reason, all right? Okay. Uh, something very special happened, okay? Uh, yeah, I was able to get Got a blowjob? You... No, not quite. Uh, okay. No, I got you some tickets for your birthday for WrestleMania tomorrow. You ready?
1: For... <laughs> Wait, wait, you said you got me tickets for WrestleMania? But is yeah, not, not tomorrow. Mania. The Super Bowl is tomorrow. You probably got confused because they're emanating out of Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Like it's in the same place. But tomorrow wait. is the Super Bowl.
0: No, yeah. wait. Oh no, dude, I was all the way out in Oldsmart. I met with this guy and I was told him I needed tickets for Mania. I spent five grand each. I got us like top notch seats, man. You spent five grand each for WrestleMania. You know, you know what? Actually, let me
1: let me take a step back. You know what? If you got us tickets for the Super Bowl tomorrow, I mean, I, dude, I've never been to a Super Bowl. I mean, this is amazing. It's here in Tampa. Like, let me let me just be grateful. You spent ten grand in total. Oh, man, Let's just go to Super WrestleMania. Bowl. Let me get or sorry, the Super Bowl. Let me get the tickets.
0: All right, here, here I got I got you the tickets here. All right,
1: Brandon. This says this says it's for. The Super Bowl, January
0: 1979. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a minute. 1979? Yeah. You can't be serious, bro. Bro, no. No, bro. I just spent fucking 10 grand. This doesn't even say
1: Ticketmaster. It says Ticketmass. And Brandon, I'm pretty sure this says the, the Super Cup. What the hell? Actually, is this a graham cracker? Brandon, this is a graham cracker.
0: Oh my fucking god, I cannot believe and this. And it's
1: stale! It's freaking stale! <laughs>
0: You're a moron, you know that? Oh my buddy. <laughs> Yo, it's Showtime. Here we go. Buckle up, mask up, rain stereo. Yeah, Mr. McMahon in your stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario. Force count everywhere, George drop everywhere. Hit you with a finisher second, from out up, of nowhere. Like eyes, eyes all white with the cold stare. You know I had to also, go I there. Hope everyone Hell yeah, the flow so real. Pennies in my
1: shorts, just a penny for results. your thoughts. It really is you ain't really looking
0: so so for it. the boss, no pants in my shorts, just a penny for your thoughts. Sweet star deadly off like, the porch, no okay. pennies in my shorts. No. <laughs> just a kenny for your thoughts. The most electrifying
1: steady with the source, not a penny in my shorts. just a kenny for your thoughts. Yeah, just a kenny for your thoughts. What? The Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Welcome guys. Brandon, you you like to do layout? We got a little new layout ski here. Try it <laughs> out on on the uh interwebs. What do you think?
0: Are we in a comic book? Is that what this is?
1: The the way your life is, you might as well be a comic book character because you are a freaking parody of a human being.
0: I don't know, I'm spending all this money, I'm trying to do a good thing, and it's just, it's all going to hell. It's ridiculous. It's like, what can I do right, you know? I mean, it's a tasty, it's a tasty
1: ticket. That's all that matters. But guys, if you're here, and you saw the technical difficulties we had, (laughs) hit that thumbs up button, subscribe, ring that bell, and let's have some fun because jesus brandon you know you know the whole the whole theory of, uh everything that can go wrong will go wrong yeah that's pretty much what just happened everything while uh, we were live we were ready to go and then all of a sudden it was just gone everything didn't work that's okay it was like it was like brandon it was like a, brandon if his mother didn't make him it
0: didn't work Oh man, but she did. She did, baby. She, she did good. She did a good job. Yeah. I think she was in labor like all day, too. I think I was, that was a rough one. I think I came out feet first or something. It was weird. That actually explains a lot. Yeah. That actually explains a lot because so, you didn't like, have enough oxygen when effect. you were born. Yeah, when
1: it was coming out. Yeah. People are asking <laughs> how you're doing after your surgery. I have no <laughs> idea
0: what that means, but. Oh, Brent, my. Uh, <laughs> Randy, did my you have hernia. a surgery? My hernia. That you told him about that's why I missed out on the day. Oh, yeah, I missed out on the finals. yeah. Oh. anyway, Brandon,
1: <laughs> I'm actually happy to see you. Uh, I, I needed this, uh, but for love of God, can we never like change our time slot again? I can't guarantee it, but I'll
0: try my best. Brandon, what were you doing <laughs> yesterday? Uh, oh, we had, to, yeah, <laughs> no, we, had, we had to go play for the uh, festivities, man. The Super Bowl is coming, the Super Bowl's here in Tampa. Yeah, so everybody's booking up, so they're like, "Hey, let's have a little That's live why ski I'm at entertainment." Home.
1: That's, that is why I'm home because <laughs> there's no Brandon's definitely got COVID.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred and fifty percent has COVID. Bruh, I I probably got like five different strains of the junk right now. Right, and Brandon brand already didn't wear a mask, so <laughs> I mean,
1: guys, do me a favor, by the way patreon.com/akfyt wrestling or is it slash /kenny for your thoughts I don't even know my damn patreon link whoever subscribes to my <laughs> patreon in the chat right now someone tell the link post the link of my patreon <laughs> as you can see in the description we do post your name and I do need to start that up to be honest I'm going to be doing more content now that I'm home more uh now that Brandon's out more and uh, if you save up enough money, we can get a new co-host for this thing, Brandon.
0: <laughs> no, Patreon is, this has been cool for you, right? And They're not like taking your money or trying to shut you down. To be honest, I don't, I don't really pay attention to oh, yeah. it. I hope it's just a
1: cruise and then we can buy you maybe a new brain. Yeah. You know, get that brain surgery you've been looking for.
0: New brain, new mic, new camera. I'll take it all, man. Oh, that what everybody you want to give me?
1: apron bump says uh kyle says patreon.com slash i eat shitty crackers on air (laughs)
0: there's a racial
1: racial connotation to that but (laughs) (laughs) i eat crackers on air i shouldn't i shouldn't say that but whatever Uh, Uh, hunters with the nicest comment of the night already uh got me in a good mood says this podcast let me chew my cracker first (laughs) says this podcast honestly keeps me going i look forward to it every week four what? weeks in a row where i've been able to see this podcast live i'm glad i'm in a good enough mental state to watch weekly uh, we appreciate wow. you uh hunter thank you so much for that thank you so
0: Look much that. That. that means a lot i'm Brandon, a hero bro in, in I'm, listen i'm saving people in the chat bro people are Brandon, having Brandon, just because your work gave you a shirt that here. says hero does a not hero. mean
1: you're a hero and just because we're in a comic book doesn't mean you're a hero Brandon, you are comic. not a hero. In fact, I am a hero. You are like you are like a, the the skid mark on on everyone's life. You're Look not you a hero.
0: Look at what we're doing, bro. I'm on the front lines. I, know, I should
1: know. I should also know one better to do to do a damn episode on Saturday night. We're competing against the NCAA. <laughs> we're compete. We're competing against the UFC Fight Night, and it's. The Saturday before the Super Bowl, so I'm sh- so of course you're late because I'm sure people were getting all their chicken wings and stuff because you work at a grocery uh, store. Everybody
0: so why the hell? Wings. So
1: this is your fault. The reason we started what? late and did all of it, this is your fault. I spent all day making this beautiful layout for you to just shit all over it. Come on, That's man. That's probably I- what your mom feels like. I spent all day laboring for this <laughs> jackass to come out feet first, like, like deprive his brain of oxygen, and then what, 33 y- years later, look at him. Doesn't provide for her. Can't even <laughs> buy her groceries on Valentine's Day. You giving your mama? You giving your mama a rose?
0: Uh. Oh wait. Crap. When is Valentine's Day? Is it Valentine's Day is on the <laughs> same day every year. <laughs> oh.
1: This man just asked me when oh. Valentine's Day is, as if it changes every year. It's <laughs> February fourteenth. Oh no. How it is this does most- this happen? Oh, how, no. how, how, uh, you know what i th- th- i don't understand how we allow you people like you to live brandon and that oh god someone's gonna sit there and go we be people like you i'm just talking about people like brandon who just don't understand <laughs> yeah what do you what do you mean by that <laughs> brandon i'm convinced that yeah. you don't work at a grocery store i'm convinced that you're a streetwalker is that true is there any confirmation of that
0: Like, we don't need to get like it should be legal that's all i'm gonna say but we don't need to get into that. That's only because Brandon needs his record expunged. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you like, see, Kyle
1: says people like you. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet people like that, people like Brandon, who are are just offensive, offensive to conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know why I can't ever remember Valentine's On Day? On an individual happens, basis, this. damn it. <laughs> Someone always brings it up like a little bit before it happens, so then I can always finesse it. Once the day comes. Do you know what the word accountability means?
1: (laughs) You see you see you see everybody who's friends with me, they're going like him? Question mark. They're trying so hard to rile me up, Danny. Hunter, thank you. Valentine's Day isn't Thanksgiving. It doesn't change dates. Yes. The only Uh thing that changes dates is anyone who goes out with Brandon for the first time. So because they're definitely not getting it. a second date going to be with someone else and, the, and then Hunter says hashtag cancel Kenny yes let's cancel me this, this, is, can, this is happening this is, this happening. This is
0: happening okay alright that's right but anyway let's somebody flag this video flag this video <laughs> for hate speech there is no hate speech Brandon I hate you there is
1: so much to hate about you there is no general statement anything oh, that they're... you can identify as I love them because they have to deal with you being in their group that's right snowflakes with <laughs> Joyce. snowflakes with <for> Joyce. <laughs> uh, i love you guys i love you guys honestly you're making my day i've had a rough day Brad. it's been a rough day i've been working a lot I've been working a lot you don't know this that you just you, just you just you just go flipping
0: houses man ah oh, man
1: you don't even you know do not i don't flip Dang. houses but eventually one day oh one um, day nice but you know Brandon, I've also looked, and I, I feel like the IWC is especially toxic this week. But then mm-hmm. again, I say that every week, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, wait, guess,
0: what is your problem with the IWC? The Why IWC, you let me tell you. They're fans, bro. These are wrestling let fans. Let me tell you bro, my, my problem like the with hardest, the IWC. Hardest.
1: The IWC is a very vocal minority. The IWC thinks that we, and because I'm, I'm a part of the IWC, okay? I'm not going to put myself above. like We're the internet wrestling community, okay? But the majority of the iwc for some reason they thinks that bad. we we they think that we are wrestling fans as in like that is all we account for all mm-hmm. are, the wrestling fans are just us we are a small small fraction of the wrestling base and let me prove that to you let's start off right right now but with the royal rumble right bad bunny <laughs> performs right and for the first, he performs for five minutes. And then for the next hour, I see people bitching about Bad Bunny. Who the fuck is this guy? I don't understand. Why would they do this? Like, I get it. The IWC, which your Dungeons and Dragons and Lack of Daylight. You, you understand that. I, I know you don't know who Bad Bunny is. And, and hey, for the record, I'm not the biggest Bad, bad Bunny fan. I don't speak Spanish, I, I, I so I can't, too, yeah. I can't really get with them. You know what I mean? Um, but the point is. He is the most streamed artist of 2020. okay? So obviously he has some sort of merit. And the same thing the, the funny part is the people clowning WWE for bringing bad Bunny and saying, well, I don't know this fucking guy. If they brought somebody you quote unquote, knew from ten years ago, you'd be like, this guy's irrelevant. This guy <laughs> this guy's fame died ten years ago. Why are we? Why do we have Fred Durst on here? Why is he performing Roland with Limp Biscuit? You know that that's what the IWC would say but then they give you somebody current they give you the most the most streamed artist and you're like well I don't mm. fucking know this guy so he must not mean <laughs> shit as if as if because you don't know something that means it's not right. important
0: yeah yeah it was crazy i saw uh, cuz people were like like Complaining about him being on the show and then they were like, oh, you know, this guy is actually he's a huge WWE fan You know, he might even be like training and stuff like that. And then on top of that He's like he's like a Spanish-speaking artist, but he's like top of the charts. He's like broken all these records He's not like hugely popular. I was like god damn This is legit. Do you see what I'm saying? Like when
1: you when you see it like that, It's kind of freaking crazy because, um, by the way, if you're on, if I see you on Instagram, if you say you can only hear me, that's because you get a jump on YouTube. (laughs) On YouTube, you can hear Brandon, unfortunately. Uh, On Instagram, all you get is me. (laughs) Just so you know, I only go on Instagram so you can kind of jump onto the YouTube. So I appreciate you, John. Thank you so much. Um, But getting back to it, um, Bad Bunny. Yeah. So Bad bad Bunny, yeah. I don't know why I did like a macho man right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But the the macho man i was about to say macho man uh bad bunny most streamed artist of 2020 doesn't matter if we know him doesn't matter it's not about us because again the iwc we're a small fraction of a fraction so many people know this guy hollis is seriously though i didn't have an opinion i literally went to the bathroom (laughs) hollis you're not a normal fan though again i will tell you right if you're if you're even remotely questioning am i a part of the iwc or am i part of the general populace are you listening to a Kenny for your thoughts podcast? You are part of the IWC for the simple reason that you would not be listening to a wrestling podcast if you weren't a diehard wrestling fan. We are not casuals. Brandon is, but we are not yeah. casuals. Yes, okay? That's right. I'm just saying. Um <laughs> But again, it's just funny. You know, let's tie this into NXT and AEW. I want to start there. A lot of people say, you know what? It sucks because you look and only, you know, consistently about 1.6 million people watch NXT and watch AEW. Vince McMahon's out of touch. Tony Khan's out of touch. Everybody's out of touch, right? The IWC always knows what to do, right? Mm. They got to do something. They got to bring more fans in. I don't understand. They need to bring more fans in. The same people who say that. Shit on the fact that Shaq is showing up on AEW. Mike Tyson shows up on AEW. Bad Bunny shows up on WWE. You know, uh Pat McAfee shows up on NXT. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who else in uh, AEW? <laughs> Yo, know, Edge? Well, no, Edge doesn't count, team. but celebrities is my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah celebrities. Yeah. So th- my point is this. The same people who said they gotta grow the audience doesn't see that when they do things, bring in celebs who have name value to grow the audience, they have a suddenly have a problem with it cuz they're not being catered to. So it's like you can't you got to understand. You can't be catered to and then expect new fans. Because new fans are going to be ignorant. Because they haven't maybe haven't followed or they used to follow but they haven't followed in a while. So come on, like, what are you going to do? You got to understand, like, you know, it's just like if your kid is riding a bike for the first time, you're going to yell at them if they they mess up? No, you gonna teach them. Like, so instead of saying, like, who's this Bad Bunny character? You know, say, I'm glad Bad Bunny's bringing in more Spanish speaking people to the WWE. The, the people who may have, you know, been fans of Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. And when they kind of went away for a little, you know, obviously Eddie passed away, but when they went away. <laughs> You know, they need Spanish representation, you know? They haven't gotten that Eddie Guerrero, that Rey Mysterio back. You know what I mean? You can say, oh, they have Spanish-speaking stars, they have Andrade, they have this, but no one has transcended that level. Okay, so what do you do? You bring Bad Bunny in, who, like you said, is a lifelong fan, and you go, hey, this guy likes WWE. People tune in because they're like, I I heard Bad Bunny fucked the Miz up. (sighs) You know, so I want to see it. Like I just, right. I just don't understand, man.
0: People, in, in defense of the IWC, though, right? Uh, you know, d- do these sort of celebrity guest spots actually work? Do they pan out really all the time? I have proof, it's sort of mixed. I bag.
1: absolutely have proof
0: that it worked. Bad Bunny had
1: a, uh, or Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny had a T uh, a t-shirt, a Royal Rumble t-shirt made. It was the best-selling item last week for the WWE. Bad Bunny t-shirt was the best-selling item. So, uh, Kenny says, it's the vocal minority even of the IWC. They are never happy. It's true. Uh, Not even with themselves. That's why they bitch 24-7. Yeah, I always hear people who criticize a lot are ones who are not happy with themselves. It is very true. Okay, mm. now that being said, um, let's read off some comments. Bring in more turkeys. Bad Bunny is selling more wrestling t-shirts than any other wrestler right now, yeah. correct. Personally, didn't mind Bad Bunny, but I really hated that Miz took a rumble spot just for Bad Bunny to dive on him. <laughs> He's the money in the bank, he shouldn't be in the rumble. It's Bunny doing good for WWE. I disagree with that. Let me tell you why. The Miz has the money in the bank. The Miz also has a TV show, right? On USA mm. Network, right? When you play that clip on E or wherever they play it, right? And Bad Bunny messes around with the Miz, They go, what's that briefcase thing? What's the money in the bag? Oh, he's the next in line for a title? Oh, he has a show on USA? It was a good spot for The Miz to be in. You got to understand, that is is a very, very good thing that happened to The Miz. That shows a lot of trust. And I (laughs) thought, I I think WWE needs to get credit for how they did it too. Bad Bunny performed one song, less than five minutes, okay? And then instead of doing like a Drew Carey in 2001 and had him be in the Rumble... You know which could could have worked don't get me wrong but instead Mm -hmm. of doing that they literally said all right let's have bad bunny go in during and and, and have an interaction so he went in and had an interaction they did very well it still got you know i'm sure it still got views um on the news outlets it still got views Mm -hmm. elsewhere it still got passed around virally but they didn't actually waste a spot in the rumble. I thought it was good. I don't even like Bad Bunny. You know, I'm not like a Bad Bunny fan, but I thought it was a good interaction with the way they did it. You know, and it made sense in kayfabe, right? The Miz came out, he was all pissed off that Bad Bunny wouldn't be in the Rumble. So he fucked up his, his DJ equipment. Bad Bunny comes out like, what the hell? What are you doing to my equipment, bro? Kind of thing. And then he just dives on The Miz. Like, it makes sense. It made sense, guys. Stop bitching. You gotta, the only way, if you truly love the wrestling business, I implore you, stop bitching. Look, when they try to do things to grow the audience okay i get it you're gonna say things like well they should push cesaro they should do things to build the audience uh, i don't necessarily disagree with you but there is room for a celebrity involvement ding 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 wrestlemania is a whole fucking concept on celebrity involvement the whole wrestlemania was to bring the mainstream into into wrestling mm-hmm. so i mean guys celebrities and wrestling have always mixed you know everybody bitch, bitches about wwe but like their beloved WCW years ago did the same mm. thing they had friggin' Jay Leno in the ring. At least these weren't like full matches. These were just a performance because bad bunny has a damn song called Booker T. I didn't know I was going <laughs> to spend so long on bad bunny, but <laughs> damn, shit um, bunny and priest had a good team up, which did what Fernando oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly the, the Puerto Rican, right? That was a Puerto Rican, f- a pride moment. Okay. And I, I saw people go, but they don't speak English. Why the fuck are they here? It's not about you. That's exactly it. I don't speak Spanish, <laughs> but it's not about us. I mean, Puerto Ricans saw representation there, right? It's all about representation. Puerto Ricans saw a, a Puerto Rican wrestler and the biggest Puerto Rican uh, you know, music artist of all time. So guess what it automatically did? That told Puerto Ricans, hey, if Bad Bunny likes this guy and he's endorsing him, follow him, that one Damien Priest. So come on, like, use your head. Um, Rousey made her debut at the Rumble and Mania. AEW with Shaq. Um, let me read. Elijah Washington had posted something. He says, hey, Brandon, Kenny, why is people always complain about Bad Bunny when he had celebrities wrestling? Same uh-huh. thing for AEW with Shaq. We had Floyd fighting More in her. the ring. Exactly. You might have missed it, but we just we just talked about that. So run it back later on. Um the angle podcast is pissed they didn't have santina in the rumble (laughs) santina was in a rumble years ago um just jumping in to say brandon's bays for life okay bye so that is that is diego who is currently at work i won't say where but uh he's at work right now and i told him i said the reason you can't watch the episode live is because brandon's the one who changed the time of the episode usually (laughs) we are on fridays at 10 p.m eastern but come on now I gotta admit, Kenny, I'm I thought sorry, WWE babe. was gonna forget about Bad Bunny and The Miz, but at least this makes sense. Yeah, and then he appeared on Raw. I wouldn't be surprised if he wrestles. There's rumors that like he's gonna wrestle at Wrestlemania. You don't think that would do amazing in the same place the Super Bowl was? You know, Raymond James Stadium, which is tomorrow. We're recording this on Saturday, so. Go Bucks! Go Bucks. Go, I am excited, man. Women I am excited. Uh, but speaking, we were talking about representation. Speaking of which, let's go hot and heavy with this. Bianca Belair winning the
0: Royal Rumble. What did you think about that, Brandon? No, wait. Hold on a second here. Does Bianca Belair count? Brandon, stop. I'm not even going to entertain
1: this conversation. No, no. (laughs) Seriously. I'm (laughs) not even going to entertain this conversation.
0: I'm not. Uh, No. no, Look, it was fantastic. I mean, it worked out. uh, At least, you know, everybody was sort of like, hey, you know, Bianca needs to win this don't get cute make sure you know she goes over it, now's the time uh so for that it was it was a good moment i uh, like you know the post piece ever she wins you know the emotion she's showing like like yeah. wow well, you know mom and, mom did and it. dad did flat know, out said mom and dad you know what i mean like didn't didn't uh, have uh any qualms about just saying like mom right. and dad i love you you know yeah amazing and it was cool they showed the clips of the parents like marking out yeah like, that, was, you know, that was that was 22 21. and
1: then uh No, but I think, you know, timing is everything. Uh, If this was, if there was any year for Bianca Belair to win the Rumble, I think it was now because it was strong black representation. But not only that, it wasn't like nobody can sit there and just say, oh, they just did, uh, you know, gave, gave her the Rumble for the sake of representation. It's like, she Mm. was the one. She was the one that we wanted to see win. And there was a really, speaking of representation, I thought it was a cool spot when they did the, the stuff with Naomi and her. And they kind of had this moment of like, hey, we got to help each other. (laughs) You know, we got to help each other and get back into the ring. Uh, uh, it was it very symbolic, you know, black women helping each other. You know what I mean? Right. And, and we'll both come up together. Uh, so I yeah. thought that was cool. Again, even again, obviously, you know, I'm I'm a male. I'm not black. You know what I mean? And even I thought that was a cool moment. So I couldn't even imagine, you know, um, <laughs> Fernando like, yeah. saying, shut the fuck up, Brandon. Your girl took the L. Yes, Tamina, Tamina Snuka, Brandon's girl was in the rumble and did not fare very well. Where is my representation? That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, Kenny. Brandon, your representation? Yeah.
0: Yes. There's no one that that's stupid that saying. could be in
1: the ring. But anyway, <laughs> but Brandon, yeah. in my opinion, first of all, did you see the Rumble? Because I didn't watch it with Brandon. I actually watched it with my daughter. She actually watched the event yeah. with me. Oh, nice. See, that's a good thing. She you hated it, but, up right. but she, yeah. she watched <laughs> it. That's <laughs> the point. <laughs> but Brandon, did you watch it? Yeah.
0: Uh, I I got to see bits and pieces here, you know. To see, it's back. not fair.
1: That's not fair. Ooh, what do you but mean it's
0: not fair? I
1: was gonna say no. You gotta watch this yeah. thing. I uh-huh. think th- this was the best women's rumble in bar none in history. Like, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, no, there have been better ones the first one. And I was like, okay, I get the first one because the first one was like an all-star event because they had Mm -hmm. to have every woman that ever made a difference in the WWE in there because this was the first one. So you had your Trish Stratuses, you had everything. But to me, for this being like, you know, a regular Rumble, it had a normal number of surprises, you know, like just like the men's, and Mm -hmm. then it had a new star win it, you know, things like that. Right. I thought this was the most put together. There was like barely any botches, you know, anything, nothing. Everything wow. seemed to go according to plan. Everything mm-hmm. was good. What are you going to talk about? Her feet? Is yeah. that what you want to say?
0: I mean, I'm I just had a saying feeling. there's an asterisk, you know, to this whole thing. What's that? Let me hear this. Go ahead. We may not be actually truly represented because, I mean, at, at the last spot, people got pictures, all right? They got pictures of it. It looks like bianca's bare letters feet touch first they got pictures but do
1: you understand the concept of shadows <laughs> do you understand I, I the concept of shadows no shadows. no no you just have to use common sense that's the problem oh. you're not you and the iwc don't use common sense you just look at the picture and you just kind of say oh that's it the amount of room that there is there's no way that bianca's soul is that big there's no way that bianca's soul is that big that's a shadow because it is a black shoe <laughs> on a black mat you know a grayish mat mm-hmm. but the point mm. is, yeah. I looked at the clip over and <laughs> over. I've looked at the video. Not the picture. The video. Her feet don't uh-huh. touch. There's a moment where her left foot hits, mm. her left foot hits, definitely, but the her right. right foot just kind of skids. And yeah, go on, go if you wanna if you wanna prove that, go on at AKFYT Wrestling on Twitter. Okay. I did a post about it. There's a video. Okay. people like like the no community hunter i disagree split. go watch the, the you gotta go watch the video did, bianca did not yes. touch first Did did not touch first i've seen this video over and over i'm here Back to confirm to you thousand. she her feet did not touch in 2000 the rock's feet 100% touched <laughs> when the big show but th- in, in that case it was a good enough camera angle but I see these conspiracy (laughs) theorists of like oh the one on the WWE network the one on the WWE network is not the same clip it's not this and it's like guys you think they went back and reshot it just to accomplish this come on now
0: Scorpio I've taken zero L's tonight
1: yeah yeah. I'm I'm fixing your video screen here go ahead
0: (laughs) Look, <laughs> <Like> we. <laughs> I'm taking it L right now. <laughs> Brandon's taking an L on the on the video version right look, now. Okay, okay, okay. Look, I'll admit my Stone Cold Laka Tamina was an L. Absolutely, but I don't know about this Bianca thing. I think the community split, man. The community split. There's some controversy here i mean there is there is but, some I mean, controversy and look yeah. for
1: all intents and purposes i understand why people are saying her feet hit this picture is getting passed around they're seeing it and they're just believing it again i'm looking at the video i've run it back um actually on the wwe network slowed it down and i've seen it so i mean like i went the extra mile that's what i'm saying if you just see this picture you just see a picture like you can believe anything you know what i mean but if you like actually slow it down frame by frame and look at it yourself You'll see she very obviously didn't touch. Just because of, like, again, common sense, the motion of her leg. Okay. If she had touched, there would have been a little stoppage the way, the way her feet were. But instead, it just, like, fully swung. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. But for, okay. Look. <laughs> <laughs> if it did touch, uh-huh. does it make a fucking difference? Well, I
0: mean... Well, yeah, because then you'd have, what, Huria
1: winning? Well, The Rock. Which would still be cool. The Rock lost in 2000, then The Big Show should have. The Big
0: Show show, But at least The Rock acknowledged they it. They acknowledged <laughs> it. I was going like, to say, that was actually a really yeah. funny
1: segment. He's like, I, I saw the clip. You yeah. did win. You know what's funny about that? The producers of The Scorpion King were looking at that rumble. They said, whoever wins, we're going to cast them as The Scorpion King. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> dude that was, was a good little segment man that was a good little do you, segment do you think they'll they'll bring it up or they'll just sort of like whatever or just, no, just no because it. it wasn't like a very like i said it, it they they showed like i don't know where the clip came from but there was like another angle that literally just zoomed in on the feet and you could just see it swinging okay i'm just saying that's right hunter soulmate <laughs> says i don't take elves. Right. i like how elijah says brandon hating on his people <laughs> 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 and then yes hollis says kenny it is what it is yes if, if a bunch of people want to be wrong and i want to be right then it's okay let's just leave it as yeah. is brandon Ow. but you know you know it's okay i'm used to friends betraying me but speaking of best best friends yeah. betraying people uh-huh. what about seamus betraying drew mcintyre What do you think this is going? oh man well First of all, actually, still time, you know what's yeah. a good topic to talk about? Can we talk about the reaction to when Drew McIntyre beat Goldberg and people called it a waste of time? Uh, people, what people said, people that? said, right, exactly. Here's my point. Everybody <laughs> was up in arms. If WWE lets Goldberg beat Drew McIntyre, I'm never yeah. watching this fucking company again. We don't need Goldberg as the champion, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. The minute Drew McIntyre won, they said it was a waste of
0: time. You know what? I think the IWC was trying to pull some reverse psychology. No. The company, they really Let me tell you really what what's, what's wrong
1: here. The reason they viewed it as a waste of time is because they didn't want to see Goldberg. I get it. I understand. You don't like Goldberg, but that's not the point. <laughs> Let's talk in kayfabe, okay? Uh-huh. In kayfabe, who's one of the strongest characters of all time? Bill Goldberg. Cool. You know why? Because in kayfabe, he had, a, he had a streak, but really in WWE, what's the main thing, Right? Who is the baddest son of a bitch in the WWE in terms of kayfabe? Brock Lesnar. He beat Brock Lesnar clean in like 30 seconds, right? Survivor Series that 2016, right? Obviously, Brock went on to beat him. But in kayfabe, he had I mean, freaking Goldberg beat The Fiend. In kayfabe, Goldberg is like one of the strongest characters in WWE. Okay? How do you not get that it's not a waste of time? Because in kayfabe, Drew McIntyre beat Goldberg. It literally solidified him as he is our guy. He is every bit of legitimate that we say he is. How many people? I think it was like two people. I think they, they said for the record, two people have beat Goldberg and beat Brock Lesnar. One is The Undertaker and one is Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. How crazy Damn. is that? That's what I'm trying to say. People are like bitching and moaning and stuff, but it's like you gotta you gotta view this in kayfabe. I think a lot of people don't understand. It's like like comic books. Hey, look here's a good example. Let's talk comic books. You gotta lose your your set or lose yourself in it. You gotta have a you lose your sense of disbelief. That's probably the best way to say it. Okay, you have to almost believe that this thing is real, and if this thing is real. Why is everyone talking about Peacock in my chat right now? Everybody's <laughs> sitting there talking about Peacock. We're, WWE's not on Peacock yet, all right? We still got the WWE network. We're still during happy times. We're not trying to choose between The Office and Brock Lesnar right now, okay? All right? But what I'm saying is, again, uh-huh. and, and everyone's saying he beat Brock Lesnar too, Kenny. I said that. He did beat Brock Lesnar, obviously, to win the title. Um, but my thing is, again, it just solidifies. Drew McIntyre is the guy of this generation, all right? So, again, for people to complain and say that was a waste of time, it was a damn good match. It was a short match. It got to the point. Goldberg looked strong. Goldberg did what he did. And then Drew McIntyre still beat him. And then what did Goldberg do afterwards? He passed the torch. He literally said, I underestimated you, kid. You're good. It passed the torch. So for everybody complaining about Goldberg, right? For everybody complaining about Goldberg do you not see that in kayfabe they gave a reason and he's not going away i know he's not but they gave a reason for the goldberg character to bow out gracefully if if anything because he got
0: beat by the young cat and and it opened it didn't it open the event like it opened the show it opened the show it set a precedent yeah it set a precedent the royal rumble was off yeah just off so, after that yeah even if you thought it was kind of like like at least you had a whole fucking time, show like, yeah yeah it was like you had bad bunny to pick you back up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can yeah. we talk about bad
1: bunny again no i'm just kidding uh, but yes but speaking wow. of the Royal rumble Good the word. end of the night the opposite yeah. end of things the op- the the end of the night Edge ended up winning, and I was actually really shocked. Uh, my chat, which uh, we have an exclusive chat, if you ever want to be a part of it, just DM me on Twitter. And I uh, d- will wait, put you, you through some to- rigorous, <laughs> rigorous questions, because if you don't know about Bull Nakano's best matches, you can't be in that chat. I'm definitely not in the chat, because I don't know what's going on. And Elijah says, I cried when Goldberg shook uh, hands with Drew. Um, and said, "Oh shit, Goldberg broke character for the first time." Yeah, all right, mm. and that's what I'm saying. Like in terms of Goldberg character, when's he ever done that? It's a big deal, very big deal. Mm. But um, anyway, yeah, I I did not see Edge winning. Did not see Edge winning the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to go with a young cat. I thought I thought this was definitely the year of Big E. <laughs> so i thought i thought biggie was winning i don't know why i just went off and said like they're going to do something like that and i thought this was the time to do it and i think i thought it was time to pull the trigger but hey i get it you know you got the newcomer bianca belair winning in in one rumble and you got you know a grizzled vet that's trying to come back win the thing you know kind right. of a la rocky five as a tiger you know he's trying to win it again yeah hopefully I, I mean, he just doesn't sure fight tommy Gunn right, in yeah. the streets that's all i ask <laughs> Rocky, we don't talk about rocky 5 rocky 5 is actually the worst what? worst of the worst absolutely oh, man you like rocky 5 it had heart just another thing the that's wrong with you brandon <laughs> like do you rocky understand v? that i think it's on tnt <laughs> they play every july 4th is it yeah july 4th they play yeah. a rocky marathon yeah. and this was obviously before rocky balboa and the remakes Right. Do you understand that they would stop at four? <laughs> <laughs> they would not even play five. That's so dirty. Man. It's a hundred percent true.
0: There's they was, would they would not play Rocky Five. Just saying. you gotta watch all the Rockies if you're gonna completely, you know, get into it. You can't skip five. What is this? Nobody wants to watch Tommy Young <laughs> fight
1: with, with AIDS fight Rocky Balboa. Oh man. It's true, actually.
0: Yeah. But, but look, yeah, were people weren't. Uh, were people sort of weirded out by Edge winning? Or I was I mean, happy. I think, think kind
1: of cool. Yeah, I was happy. It makes sense with his arc, right? Because you gotta. I think everybody's like forgetting that he got injured. It's like if you, if you, if he never gets injured, right? This would have made sense in kayfabe. Right. Okay, this would have been like, got through Randy Orton, went through this whole thing. And now that he's gotten past this demon, you know, the demon that's haunting him from his past, he refocuses and says, it is time for me to win the championship back. A title I never lost. Because remember, he retired as world champion. Retired at WrestleMania 27 as world champion. We don't, against two, We don't talk about against two, okay? <laughs> we don't, we'll give attention to that guy. Okay. But I'm just saying it made sense. And then, so for people to say, oh, well, this part-timer won that wasn't fair to edge because edge is not coming back to be a part-timer mm-hmm. edge came back to get his career back. And he just so happened to get injured in a match that he did for you while sitting at home during quarantine. He risked his body, went and did this match, reshot it about five times and then tore his freaking tricep because of it. You ungrateful bastards. <laughs> so I don't understand how you can just criticize edge again. Edge did not come back to be a part-timer. He's a part-timer out of happenstance. Just the time period made sense for Edge. Obviously, he got injured. He probably was cleared in December, but why not mm. save it for the Rumble, okay? Don't don't just make this happenstance be, oh, well, you see, Edge is a part-timer. He just came back for WrestleMania season. Guys, it was just good booking, okay? So mm. Edge comes back. Not only that, let's talk about the returns, man. We didn't talk about it in the Women's Rumble, but let's talk about mm. returns right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. The Women's Rumble had some really good returns, which I actually was pissed on the network they don't have timestamps for the women's returns, but they do for the men's returns. So I'm always like, Oh, that's Guys, ooh, what are you doing here? I know it's probably coincidental, but it kind of feels a certain way. I mean, the fact that Jillian returned, that was such a good, I, I popped because it was just like, not one I was expecting. Uh, hmm. Victoria coming out. Amazing. Absolutely amazing to see Victoria. Um, I want you to see cause Hollis, I'm, I'm going to get some heat with Hollis right now. Cause Hollis is in our chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's one of our favorites here. She's always here. Um, Hollis does not like Bailey or Slash Banks, so let's talk. You, wanna, you ever want to see why Bailey is one of the best of all time? I want you to go watch when Victoria enters the ring. She rears up, goes for this punch, right? And she hits about three people. Ruby Riot can't remember the, the next person, and uh, Bailey took the first one. The punch, that, there, there was no difference in the punches. Victoria laid them in the same way each and every time. But the punch that freaking Bailey takes, she windmills off of this as if she was knocked out. I want you to see how she sold on that. I want you to go look, and, and no, no disrespect to Ruby Riot or anybody else, but you know, there was underwhelming selling afterwards. <laughs> but Bailey, like I said, oh my God, go watch that and see if anybody else could sell like that. I thought it was amazing. And a lot of people, I saw a lot of people have this problem. Um, Abram Bump says, uh, not enough tattoo for me uh i yeah. agree yeah i i actually i was so yes. enthralled by the fact that That's victoria right. was back that i didn't even think about what song she used and then later on i was kind of like oh <laughs> she did use that like you know the Nicki minaj song the you know before she was Nicki minaj the i lady to mess with.
0: mess with but uh. I th- you know d-
1: jim Johnston did make a remake like he did do like a crap like a like a rip off of all the things she said i thought she should have used that my opinion I think that's her legend song. If you, you, know, A friend and I actually have a debate that everyone always has a legend song, which means if they went away for 10 years and came back part-time or just occasional appearances, what's mm. the theme that they're most known by? What would be their legend's theme? So, you know, obviously in Austin's case, you know, you get volume three, his song, which he uses. My point is, what is their most famous song? What's the song that would define their entire career? So in terms of Victoria definitely tattoo but there's reasons why she can't use tattoo right obviously copyright. Mm-hmm. So anyway, talking about returns. Uh I thought Alicia Fox's interaction. I thought a lot of pe- I saw a lot of people kind of like saying oh they had men in the women's rumble and things like that but it was like oh that was great r you?" Yes. I, if you're looking at it as oh they had men in the women's rumble as opposed to they had a woman win the 24/7 title in the that's middle right. of the women's rumble then I think that's that's a uh a problem with your perspective more than it is anything else because again our you know our truth lost to alicia fox you know alicia fox won that title i thought it was a good little interaction it fit with alicia fox's character she's crazy just like our truth you know what i mean so it, again it fit it fit and i was happy with it it was a, and it was a short little interaction okay i yeah, think it yeah. did they did well with uh with alicia fox there and hey alex guerrero he says yo WWE got Jim Johnson's song and we still got CFOs. What we complaining about? (laughs) Uh, Apron Bump says, I hate when they remix legend songs when they return after a long hiatus a la Rock and uh, Bret Hart. I disagree with one of those. Bret Hart actually had an amazing legend song. What they did wrong was then they remixed that one. Then they remixed that one and then it was wrong. So I actually thought the one Bret Hart used, which is on WWE Uncaged, search it. You'll see it returned the Hitman 2010 or something like that. Um, That one was really good. I actually thought they did a good job of encompassing uh, Bret Hart's career with that one. Okay? So my opinion. Uh, I think I like that better than this other one. And I'm a huge Bret Hart fan, just for the record. Um, People say, still confusing how Alicia Fox is a legend, but nice surprise, to be honest. Let's wait, hold on. Let's talk (laughs) about this, all right? Can we talk about this? Uh Let's... People get hung up on this term, legend. WWE uses terms... They used to call women divas, they now call them superstars, which just like the men. So mm-hmm. WWE superstars. They don't say wrestlers, right? When you are no longer an active wrestler and you're not a Hall of Famer, what did, what does WWE call you? They call you a legend. It's not a it's not a whole thing where they're saying you're of legendary status. It's just that whole Vince McMahon mantra of like, you know, you are a superstar, a former superstar, so you were somebody. Does that make sense? You were somebody. Well, we can't call you a WWE Hall of Famer, so what are you? You're a legend. Damn it! Alicia Fox is a legend! Legend. So my point is people get hung up on these terms, but as long as you're a former WWE superstar and you come back, you're a legend. It just means you're no longer an active competitor. Simple as that. Uh, But let's get to the men's rumble. Uh, Speaking of (laughs) returns, uh, coming in at number eight, uh, a lot of people were surprised by this one. Not so much me. I was happy. Carlito, Carlito coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, The good thing. So I tweeted out, don't at me when it happens. But everybody was bitching and complaining (laughs) on, was it January 8th or whenever Raw Legends night was and Carlito Uh was advertised And then all of a sudden they pulled the ad and he didn't actually show up. And a lot of people were like, this is bullshit. This is this WWE's trying to make us forget that he was supposed to be here, blah, blah, blah. And I said, hold on. I said, maybe I'm forever the optimist. This is exactly how I said it, but maybe there's a reason why WWE pulled him from legends night. And I tweeted a picture of somebody Mm -hmm. getting thrown out of the Royal Rumble. So when number eight hit and it was Carlito, I said, there it is. Basically they probably talked to Carlito and said, Hey, You know, we we're supposed to have you Raw legends tonight, but you know, since you're willing to do business with us, why don't we have you for something else? If we got something coming up pretty soon, why don't we have you in the rumble? And Carlito probably said, that's cool. That's cool. I'll be in the rumble. (laughs) Carlito thinks that's cool. But, um, so by the way, back in the day, I used to actually do a really good Carlito impression. I used to do the promos, the the Carlito thinks. Like, the first Carlito, back in oh4 Like, my friends used to ask me to do it. I can't do it anymore, all right? Plus, Carlito's got, like, 40 pounds of muscle on him now. And he probably talks yeah. like this, so
0: I can't, pretty, can't yeah, do that damn. impression
1: anymore. Uh, Fernando says, Kenny finally got a prediction right. Here, I'll get a prediction right right now, <laughs> yeah. Fernando. you probably not get laid for the yeah. next five years. Wow. There's, a, there's a That's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. But yeah, I, <laughs> Fernando went in, bro. <laughs> He's talking <laughs> about the fact that every year... I predict that Ronda Rousey is going to be in the Royal Rumble and she does not come out. I was convinced that Ronda Rousey was going to come out at like number 30 this year, that somebody was attacking Natalia, and freaking Natalia comes out at number 30. Okay. Yeah. I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong there. I'm mad enough to say it. Yet Fernando was yeah. not mad enough to say he's a little bitch. <laughs> you so, know what i said?
0: Uh, wait, wait, wait. I got to read this yeah. comment.
1: Hold on. Kyle, oh, yeah. Kyle Apron Bump says, still a little confused as to why Carlito's tummy is so wet. You see, when a man and a woman <laughs> love each other, Kyle. I'll stop right there, but oh, I'm getting what? crumbs all over, eating this graham cracker. <laughs> tummy is wet. <laughs> hey, Jack, man. <laughs> <laughs> April says, wow, Kenny, don't be salty, laughing my fucking ass off. Yeah, sorry, Fernando. You know, uh, I, I only do it to Fernando because I know he'll allow me to do it. Yeah. It's a consensual diss. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Elijah says, Hey, we got Manny but let's talk about Carlito. We're talking. I know you said Brandon, speaking of returns, but hold yeah, that yeah, for yeah. two seconds, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Carlito is probably on the uh, it's been rumored is on the MVP deal. And what that means is he's, he's got about three appearances and he's on a trial basis. Um, mm-hmm. everybody's like, Oh, how did they not sign him back? How did they oh my like, guys, look what, look at MVP. Mm. Once he got out of that trial period, he did amazing. Carlito's on a trial period because Carlito had attitude. I mean, it's on record. Other wrestlers have said it. He's had attitude problems in the past. So WWE's not going to just hire him back like me. Like if Brandon left this podcast, I would never hire him back. And if I hired him, it would be like a three episode basis. I'd be like, damn it. Because apparently I negotiate like Vince McMahon. Damn it. You're on a three week trial basis. Then maybe I'll have you back. You know, I got to see if you changed your ways. Did you buy your mom? You know, first question: Did you buy your mom a wow. uh, rose on Valentine's Day? is, uh, uh, is Valentine's Day. Be... You haven't changed, okay? So get the <laughs> hell out of here, um, Kenny and Fernando. People are saying, "LOL, Kenny and Fernando." <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh boy, the Twitter group chat's going to be lit after this podcast. Yes, me and Fernando go off. Uh, we oh, usually wow. diss each other, and then all of a sudden, Fernando comes back in the chat because he, you know, or in the uh, in the group chat later on
0: because he can't come after me live. Oh. Damn it! Oh wow. I like
1: it, man. What, Brandon, you were saying?
0: Yeah. No, I, I was going to say that. Uh, well, oh, also that, I, I, um, that that's cool that they got Carly. To, yeah, like you said, on a trial thing, doing other stuff. But, mm. no, I was going to say uh, there was no uh, Fiend, which is a little weird, though. Yeah, I was I actually guess, shocked but, because Alexa you know, Bliss yeah. in the Women's Rumble
1: lasted all of like, right. one minute. And I was like, oh, they're saving. I literally tweeted out. I'm like, oh, they're saving her for the men's rumble. Like, she's possessed by the Fiend. She's going to come in. She's going to start attacking like Randy Orton and then, like, teleport mm-hmm. into the Fiend, you know? And then all of a sudden, the Fiend's back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I'm willing to let it play out. Maybe w- yeah, WWE yeah. knew that everybody expected that.
0: It's expected the Fiend, right? And then...
1: Um, swerved us. They swerved us. I'm, okay. I'm totally okay with that. And guys, if you expected the Fiend at the rumble, too, subscribe. Hit that like button. Hit that thumbs up button for us. Thank you so much. And people are saying... Uh, Carlito did tweet out, you know, getting Chris, Master, get Chris Masters back Chris in. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Chris yeah. Masters. Cool. Uh, I saw people saying, oh, but Chris Masters was just a you know, ruthless aggression jobber. And I was like, I disagree, man. He <laughs> never realized his potential. My opinion. Right,
0: okay. It would still be cool, like, now if you bring him back after all this time and still it's have like him feud, Like, it could still work. Yeah. People still don't realize do
1: how young he was on the main roster. He debuted when he was 22. Wow. Yeah. He was young. So, just saying. But you were saying, Brandon, you said oh, speaking of returns or whatever. I cut you off.
0: Yeah, I was going to bring sorry. Yeah, no, I was going to. I was bringing up that point. Um, but yeah, no, no. We got Christian. You had a, a Christian. So let's talk. Got to do a I tweeted moment. out. Oh, it's
1: cool. I tweeted out. Don't ex- don't be surprised when Christian comes out at number four. Tweeted that because Edge was getting a beat down. And I was like, oh, Ed, he'll come out at number four. I was 20 off because he came out at number 24. <laughs> and uh christian comes out and i was stunned i might have marked out worse than when edge came out because i, wow, I think okay. you know even though i have edges yeah. tattoo by the for the record just everyone so yeah. everyone can see that do you have like a that was a, a lost bet i lost a bet and had to tattoo that on myself by the way just for the record yeah well it was more like i lost a yeah. the bet they were like okay we're gonna we're gonna take you to a tattoo shop you said you get a tattoo and i was like all right i couldn't think of anything so i was like just give me edges star like just do that so, uh, anyway, um, I might have marked out worse because I, Christian was my boy. I always knew, like, Edge was the one they were putting the Rocket Boosters on, but Christian was, like, just as, every bit as good as Edge and then, mm. like, never got the opportunity. I loved when he had, like, the waterproof blonde song. You know, I left, loved the Captain Charisma type stuff, and I don't think there's a wrestler on record that said anything bad about Christian. I saw people tweeting, I said that, you know, I said some good stuff about Christian, and they were responding, they were saying, like, ah, oh, you know, he's so generic i never understood and i was like if you don't understand christian's greatness i think that's a shot at you i think that means you don't understand the wrestling business you don't you don't if you don't see it in christian you don't understand that he's just one of those guys like you don't it doesn't matter where you put him in the card first match last match middle wherever he's such a good hand yeah. and he's a guy that i'm glad that's still involved with wwe because once he does retire on his own terms i hope this time you know and not have one more match left to him afterwards um brandon that was part of his gimmick why wow, you didn't even react to that one <laughs> more match but um right. once he retires you know i hope he does go to the performance center that's a guy you wanted a performance center to be teaching people right. imagine you're trained by by sean michaels and christian you, ma- you imagine if brandon was trained by Shawn michaels and Chris- christian oh, they'd be bro. like sitting there like man maybe we're not good maybe it's us maybe we're not as great as we thought we were and brandon's like i mean uh like my footwork like i'm just trying to step you know but i don't know which one's my left my right foot you know i mean you know what it's fine it's fine
0: wait is he is and he and then a, all of a sudden he
1: comes out as otis's mascot
0: <laughs> wait is he is he a hall of famer yet a hall of Fame yet? yeah no oh okay so i mean there was rumors that he was supposed to
1: uh there was rumors that he was supposed to go in in tampa which would have made sense so i wouldn't be surprised if he does go in as part of wrestlemania weekend this year because it looks like they're just going to run back everybody they're supposed to have in 2020 um i think it would be well deserved well deserved christian should go into the hall of fame and everyone might say well but you know the timing if he's a wrestler now he's active back on the roster it doesn't matter We know he's going to be there part time. We know, like, Mm -hmm. this, like, that's the thing I I want people to realize about guys like Edge, about guys like Daniel Bryan, about guys like Christian. Don't compare them to part timers. These are guys who had to retire due to injury. We should feel Mm -hmm. blessed that we even have them on the roster to begin with. So, uh, this chat says Christian can help NXT guys with tag team and personality and charisma. I agree, Kenny, and be. Uh, being over as a heel, yeah, absolutely. Christian, like that's another thing. Christian's hmm. such a good hand at like he could be face, and when he's face, he gets cheered. When he's heel, he gets really booed. Not a lot of guys can pull off that whole like, like Rey Mysterio, he can't be a heel, could never be a heel. Hmm. There are guys who you know <laughs> who are heels that could never be baby. And come <laughs> on now, like Christian, he can whatever role he's given, he's, he does good in, all right. We're talking about Edge winning the Rumble. We're talking about his part-time status, right? Don't understand how people had a problem with him going on every show this week. I think people are so caught up in what they think is going to happen versus losing themselves in the story of what's happening in kayfabe. What I mean by that is this. Everybody's like, well, it's obvious that Edge is going to face Roman. Cool, that's your opinion. I don't disagree with you. But in terms of kayfabe, does that mean he should just come out and challenge Roman? Or does that mean that we should kind of watch it get there, watch the arc get there? So he comes out on Raw, and I want you to pay attention to this point. <laughs> he, look, he comes out on Raw. He says, Drew, you're great. Love you. You're one of the best in the business. Comes out, we'll, we'll get back to NXT, but he comes out of NXT, says, Finn, you're best. I love you. Blah, 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 blah. Comes out. Roman says, I don't want Edge here. But, you know, Fuck that guy, basically. <laughs> Very obvious who he's going to face, right? My opinion, because Roman's the only one that has some serious disdain for Edge. It's The only match that makes sense. But let's let's back it up a little bit. So AEW had Beach Break this week. Mm. Um, last minute, they advertised that Edge is going to be on NXT, and people said, "Well, I don't, I don't understand this." Got into an argument actually with somebody on uh, part of the IWC, oh. which pained me because he was a big Kobe Bryant fan. That was like he was like Lakers fan '77 or some shit. And uh, yeah. it pained me because I was like, how could someone so stupid love one of the greatest of all time?
0: Wow. <laughs> then again, Brandon wow. loves me. So, uh,
1: <laughs> but um, anyway, they were like, oh, this will make sense. The Edge, we know Edge is not going to challenge. And it was like, can we get there? We, could you let it get there instead of pissing it away? I, said, okay. I literally said, I'll tell you what Edge will say. He'll come in and say, you know, when I was away, I watched this brand build up from the ground up. And I always wanted to be a part of this brand because I knew that the young, hungry guys were in NXT and here's a championship I never got to challenge for because if I challenged for it, I'd win. I'd be champion right now. Mm. It's all he has to say, all he has to say, right? What do you come out and say? Basically that promo, right? Put over NXT edge being on NXT gives legitimacy to the brand. It literally says if edge is willing to go to NXT, And Edge is willing to say, here are some of the best athletes in the world. It gives legitimacy. But people, AEW fans, I'll shout, I'll diss them, I should say, right now, because I'm never a fan, if you are a WWE mark and hate AEW, I'm never uh, a fan of someone being an AEW mark hating WWE. Because I love the wrestling business, right? So for you to shit on anything, it pisses me off. But let's talk about AEW marks, okay? (laughs) So, the thing is, a lot of people said, well, this is, this is obviously Vince trying to get some ratings. Very obvious that he's trying to pull some ratings. And I said, wow, that's really funny because when Sting showed his ass up on AEW, I didn't see anybody say that that was a cheap way for them to get the AEW to get ratings. Because it wasn't. If all is fair in love and war, if you mm-hmm. literally are competing against stuff, you got yeah. Edge who won the Rumble. It would kayfabe make sense for him to be on Raw, NXT, and SmackDown in one week. Why not take advantage of the opportunity? Is it, is it like a low blow for them to use edge in that capacity? No, it puts over the NXT brand and it, yes, maybe takes a couple eyes away from AEW. That's just a consequence. They probably thought it, but they didn't say that's why we're putting edge on NXT. Okay. The point is that, that happened. And I said, guys, edge is going to be on SmackDown too. It's just very obvious. Sure enough, edge was on SmackDown. And if you didn't catch, I'm not saying I'm special. If you didn't catch the edge was going to be on SmackDown, just Delete your Twitter account right now because you no business, no business watching wrestling. Okay, but my my point is, yeah, the AEW marks, uh, you know, and the small group of them. This is not anybody, remember, again, this is not AEW fans. I'm an AEW fan, I'm not dissing an AEW fan, I'm dissing the stands, you know, the ones who are just so diehard that they're delusional about AEW or WWE for that matter. Again, Mm. Sting showed up on AEW, it popped a very, very good rating. Vince has edge. People forget that NXT is a part of the WWE brand. If they kayfabe have a reason to bring edge on why the fuck not? All right. Um, yeah, it's people said same thing with AEW when they signed sting. So people are agreeing with me in the chat and say, so, yeah, what's the point of having a show if you're not trying to get ratings? Thank you. Right. Best way to say it. Forget AEW. <laughs> if AEW doesn't exist, would you have edge on there anyway? Doesn't matter. But speaking of, let's talk about the ratings, Brandon. Um, <laughs> So apparently Edge's edges, (laughs) appearance didn't help, okay?
0: Because AEW ended up with
1: 844,000. NXT (laughs) ended up with 610,000. Now, my thing there is I've noticed a trend, which is if it's advertised as a super show ahead of time, whatever brand it is that advertises a super show wins the night. Mm, so, so because
0: they'd advertise they'd advertised they advertised beach break be with out. a huge,
1: yeah. huge, st- um, you know, huge. Ba- um, sorry, I was reading a comment. So let me just read it. Yeah. Diego says, "Sick background, Kenny. Thank you. I'm Guyanese uh-huh. and Malaysian. I do have a sick background. You can get that, yes. Brandon. That, went, that was too, that was too highbrow <laughs> they, for you there, buddy.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: Huh? This went right over. My- background, like genetic background. Anyway, oh, wow, hey. wow. Good job, Brandon. Uh, (laughs) i think you're an aew stand in the chat then you obviously are not paying attention but i'm gonna i'm gonna assume you're joking um so my thing is um like i said aew beach break was a good show for all intents and purposes was a good show i i I watched nxt first i watched it live i want to see edge i mean huge edge fan so i mean i loved it i loved it i thought i thought they did the right thing with edge they didn't even have him on the beginning of the show they kind of had a mid-show you know what i mean uh let's not talk about the wedding uh the pinel before oh,
0: that was my favorite
1: I, i'm now come to the point where <laughs> I, I i don't think that wrestling can book a wedding i don't think it's even aew's fault. my kid wrestling book a wedding Miro wearing the same thing he
0: wore by the way last year
1: when uh, <laughs> lana married bobby lashley
0: all right, it, it, but Wait, as far as sort of the TV weddings go and the wrestling, it was, it was all right, right? It wasn't terrible. It, it was okay, it but I think,
1: I, I think it's the stands again. We go back to the stands, and people were like, you know, oh, yeah, this will be amazing because AEW knows how to book a wedding. WWE doesn't. And it's like, well, you don't have proof because there has been no wedding in AEW's history. Now what? we have a wedding, and... Yeah, hey, April says it. And April, you know, I would probably consider her a bigger AEW fan. She <laughs> says Lashley and Lana's wedding was better. And I agree with that. I well, thought I thought that was a I thought it was a better yeah, wedding.
0: For all the uh, shit he yeah, got the the internet, it got on the internet. If it, we're comparing, like build, I think it was yeah, I, I, I think it
1: was a better wedding. I think WWE did a better job with the Rusev involvement job at the time perfect. and the way yeah, yeah. uh Liv Morgan came out. You know, I thought perfect. it was it, it was chaotic. It was good. Uh but people people can't lose themselves in the story all right and fernando and diego the biggest haters in the world saying uh fernando saying most of aew is boring diego saying didn't watch (laughs) aew this week i don't know how you think aew is (laughs) boring aew still like even when aew is quote-unquote boring it's still better than most wrestling shows okay um but yes and i was going to mention this but i'm going to just read the comment says dr nxt scorpio says congrats on them getting married for real though I uh, mm. thought that segment was meh at best, and I agree. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go on a rant. I don't have this written down, so I wasn't even going to talk about this. But what the fuck is mm. up with Miro in AEW? I, I don't get his booking. I don't get how... You mm. know, there's a lot of guys, okay? And this is... I'm not a... Like, I don't kiss Vince McMahon's ass, okay? Mm. But there are some guys who I feel... Vince, you know, Vince McMahon gets takes the bullet, and everyone says, "Well, Vince buried them in WWE, and he doesn't understand them." And this, this, and this, and then they go to another company, and they kind of get exposed. You know, no disrespect to them. Mm. One of those guys, Mr. Kennedy. I was a huge Mr. Kennedy fan, but when they when he went to TNA and they took you know took all of the uh, what do you call it like the, filters, the governors restrictions off of them, on, right? yeah. and the and restrictions right. All of a sudden, like, it was too much when he was like, I'm an asshole, and this is that. And it's like, I'm not sitting here talking about, oh, it's too crude, because obviously I fucking curse all the time on this podcast. But mm-hmm. it was like, it didn't fit. There was like, it almost didn't feel like I, I should be a fan of his. Like, oh, I'm an asshole. And it's like, that eh, it sounds mm-hmm. lame. Um, whereas Vince McMahon, I feel like knew, at least the writers in WWE, I should say more, knew how to channel his character and knew how to kind of make him work. And how less is more in terms, of, again, I always say less is more. Less is more in terms of Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Anderson, okay? Mm. We go back to Miro. Same thing. I feel like WWE Booking got him right. Mm, I the you Bulgarian think there's too much freedom. There's a little bit Maybe. too much freedom because to me, there's a lot more. Uh, I don't want to see Miro talk all the time. And I don't want to see Miro do certain things that he does be like a Twitch gamer and things like that. There's other people that can do that character. I want to mm. see the stoic. You know bulgarian brute kind of character but then like you know like to me like he would have been better off if he had just ripped off rusev i know he Mm. i know that's controversial to say but whenever do you remember what happened when he debuted what was everyone chanting miro day miro Miro day and i don't know if he could do it i don't know maybe the problem was that he uh you know can't do that gimmick but you could do something similar right Mm. You could say this is, you know, Miro's, Miro's town, you know what I mean? And then it's like, Miro's town, Miro's town, like, you know, that could be a thing. could be mm-hmm. like Rusev Day. That's my point is like, I didn't like this whole best man thing. I don't, I don't think his bookings correct. Let me read some of this. Um, yeah. Miro's, uh, Abram Bump says, Miro's bookings, a perfect example of having too much creative freedom. Exactly what I'm saying. I guarantee you most of all of his character has been his idea. And that's what I'm saying. He's a great guy. Uh, miro is an amazing guy there's a reason why he has a big twitch following big social media following but in terms of his wrestling character he needs to limit it more goes back to less is more less is more Mm -hmm. undertaker's amazing guy undertaker's one of the most amazing guys outside the ring you hear all these stories you're like wow very interesting but when he was the undertaker no facial like just facials barely spoke there was a reason the undertaker clicked because he knew his character was separate. A lot of these guys, I think they want, they think that all they need to do is kinda of just be themselves on the camera and it doesn't work. You gotta be mm-hmm. yourself with the volume turned up with a character aspect to it. Austin's not just drinking beer all the time and doing stuff, he's a very eloquent guy. Very well-mannered guy. But you turn it up, of course he drinks beer, right? You turn up, and he's swilling the beer and kicking everyone's ass. That's what we wanted to see. So Miro, again, it's just like, we wanna see the ass-kicking kinda of guy. We don't want to see twitch streamer and uh hollis says some aren't used to the creative freedom like brandon some can't run with it others needs more structure why do you think i have like so you all know just you know i'll break the fourth wall here on my computer right now we have notes of like where we're going with subjects right now we're kind of off on a tangent but we have notes it's not for me Mm -hmm it's for Brandon because yeah. Brandon doesn't know how to operate <laughs> without the stru- without the structure but the minute I you give Brandon the minute you give Brandon like a couple that's bullet notes. points Brandon can go off of it and it's not a shot that's just some of us work like that i'm better at ad libbing you know what i mean so i mean it's just catered to the style but yeah. everybody gets so defensive and they think that oh well if you give me the ball i'll run with it some people need a little structure Brandon's humble enough and again this is all jokes aside Brandon's mm. humble enough to know, hey, if I have a little couple notes, like it's going to be a better show. Simple as I I that. Notes.
0: Those right. are great. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see. He's trying to force the best man to get over like Rusev Day. It's not working. Yeah, I, exactly. Miro week. You know, exactly. Miro's our hero. Miro month. I said Miro month. The first thing I tweeted was Miro month. Um, I like this idea, Kenny. What, what will you do with Miro? Should be a review. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about doing more mm. content. Uh, and talking about things like this, um, I'll probably save it, but I'll tease it right now. We actually had a, a discussion with another friend that I think I'm going to release <laughs> this a separate video, but basically uh-huh. he's like, what would you call this era? Cause you know, you got the golden era, you got the attitude era, you got the new era, but like we're in a different era. What would you call it? You know, that sort of thing, the PG era. Mm. So uh, I think we'll save that for another video, but it's just an idea I've been toying around with. So maybe we'll see that in the future, okay? So if you want to see that, hit that thumbs up button. Let me know what you like, my content. Maybe I'll do it. Um, Miro Sentry, I like that. Uh, I love it. Taker said, Vince, I can sing. And he said, oh, no hope. I don't need to do that. Yeah. You imagine if Taker (laughs) was given full creative control. I mean, look look at Taker and WCW. Taker had... What, like a more of a Texan cowboy gimmick? Which is him. He is a Texan cowboy. It is true to life. The, Vince McMahon said, I don't want a Texan guy. I want The Undertaker. And The Undertaker was able to say, you know what? I am into some of this deaths kind of stuff and kind of amplify that and show a different side of himself and get to play a character. That's what I'm getting at. Who would have gone into... The, would, would mean Mark Callis have gone into the Hall of Fame? No. Absolutely not. It's not a shot at Taker. <laughs> it's just you gotta understand the character that you were meant to play.
0: Right? <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why I chuckled when you said me and Mark Callis. It made me think of uh I don't know why it made me think of him, but it made me think of the uh, the guy from Tough Enough uh, that that Stokold yells at about his haircut, Silent Rage. Oh, Silent Rage, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Silent Rage. I freaking can we not talk about that like, guy showed up at like my work uh at, and I, oh, was just, I yeah he shows up at my work and i was just like the fuck i can smell <laughs> that he doesn't have talent um
0: wow
1: what a can hater. we tell a little story too so so two two stars have, have showed up at my work and one i'm gonna say is alex Riley. and this man asked me how do you like uh-huh. my theme song he literally asked me that. the joke is like everybody else says alex Riley was only a theme song he asked me he's like how do you like my theme song and i said it's great gets you a pop like it does he's like mm-hmm. He's all good to hear appreciate that so he he said that a guy i have heat with true story it's a legitimate story jinder mahal walks in circa 2011 and he looks at me and he goes do you have any tablets and i go yeah i have tablets right over there and he goes okay these are tablets but i need one that uh plays cds and i'm like 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 a like a laptop you know, at the time, obviously, laptops had disk drives. I, like a laptop? He goes, no, every time I go somewhere and, and say this, everybody says they want to give me a laptop. You know, <laughs> screw it. And he walks out. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I go, a tablet by definition is just a fucking screen. He, the man wanted a, a laptop. He wanted a thin foldable laptop. And I could have showed it to him. And I could have showed him what he was looking for. But... Just decided hey, dude, he was yeah, okay. he was young he was
0: being a jackass look, you know we no, all were there he's right? he's royalty man you got to make it happen and but that's Jim why Mahal, I didn't support I his WWE says, title yeah. run okay actually wow. I have a friend that
1: knows about that story you know he used to work at uh, there for me and and, and he always says because we talk wrestling he always goes uh he goes uh hey look it's gender maybe you should sell him a tablet <laughs> <laughs> so. This is a true story. This is a true story that legitimately happened. I have, I always have like little, I'll tell more stories some other time, but I always have stories about interactions uh with wrestlers. But yeah, so gender, gender, I can never be a fan of gender because of that. In, in, in KFABE, in kayfabe you know, <laughs> I, I hate gender believe Mahal, it. Okay. Um, but let's talk. I mean, this is a huge, huge thing, uh, that we should cover. And maybe we'll save that. Actually, we'll save that one for last. Um, a couple things to cover. A couple more things, I should say. Um, Brandon, you know, I had a theory, you know, just Uh to wrap up the Rumble. I had a theory that maybe Keith Lee was supposed to win the Rumble. (laughs) Do you think? I'll know for sure. I'll know for sure (laughs) if Keith Lee comes back and challenges for the title. If he challenges for the title at WrestleMania and Edge Uh goes to SmackDown and challenges for the title, I'll know my theory was right. But uh, just so you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Keith Lee, uh, I don't know if he had COVID, but he at least was quarantined because Mia Yim had COVID. uh, I don't know if she's fiance or girlfriend, but you know, mm. they're in a relationship. So, um, yeah, Keith Lee obviously didn't make the rumble, which sucked. But that's my theory. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Slamo Breslin says, can he clip this gender tablet thing? Yeah. Yeah, that'll get me views. You think Superstar <laughs> Spectacle got 20 million views? That'll get 40 million views. 40 million views easily, all right? That'll top Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant on Saturday night's main event that happened 33 years ago to the day yesterday, all right? <laughs> No, man, well, yeah, I don't know. Backfire. Man. <laughs> anyway, let, let let's get to this. Uh two people were released this week, Brandon. Speaking of COVID, uh one of them was Lars Sullivan. Lars no! Sullivan apparently um well it was just found out that he was released circa January. Uh he went on record, I think he told Fightful that uh due to his anxiety issues, uh mm-hmm. he he ended up saying, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not gonna be able to do this. Um, so he went ahead and left, and thank God because I was not the biggest Lars Sullivan <laughs> fan. Brock could day. have been
0: for the next for
1: big people thing. saying Vince McMahon is like heartless and this. It's like they gave this man a chance. Like he with his anxiety issues, yeah. they he bailed on them like two times. And uh, <laughs> please go on Diego's Twitter, you'll understand his comment. He says Hogan. Whoa! I was like looping that over and over. What whatever he posted on his Twitter. Um, but anyway, back to Lars Sullivan. I mean. He's been controversial. I think it's not a loss for WWE. Bluntly, not the biggest Lars Sullivan fan, but hey, I wish the best for him. You know what I mean? Mitch is back, Mitch Bennett. Uh if you don't know what that is, Google it. <laughs> Should I look this up? Please, if you want. If you want. So, we'll see uh... what happens. That's all I'll say. Uh, another person that was released and again, this one's marred with controversy was uh, Steve Cutler. Formerly of the Forgotten Sons, uh, most recently oh, yeah. <laughs> with uh, Wesley Blake and uh, Baron Corbin. So, the rumor is again, I'm going off of rumors. I'm not here to trash people. Okay. Um, yeah. The rumor is the reason that he was released was because he and Deanna Parrazzo, his girlfriend, his real life girlfriend, that's why I stopped calling her Bay because I got a little bit jealous when I oh, found out her and Steve Cutler dear. were dating. So, maybe there's a part of me that's happy. I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. I'm definitely not happy that, that, you know, the man lost his job. Um, apparently they attended a, a new year's eve party um i don't think he got covid uh, i think diana mm-hmm. did i think was confirmed to get covid but he quarantined for two weeks and basically uh the reports come out that he was basically let go because of his uh what's the recklessness you know obviously oh, you know damn. you are going to have a major thing going into tv you should be quarantined sort of thing um I saw JD from NY like literally go off on this. Like he was made a fucking example of, and I don't understand what the fuck is Wesley Blake gonna do. And it's like, <clears throat> as if somebody's tag team partner wasn't fired in the past, and then they did something else with the other guy. I mean, fucking team up Wesley Blake and Buddy <laughs> Murphy back. There you go. There's a there's a way to make really it happen, Murphy but JD from NY can't wrap his brain around that. But anyway, yeah, if he was if he did this and was made an example out of. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I can understand it. I can understand why he was made an example of because it's basically saying, guys, stop fucking going out. You know, you're lucky we don't put you in an NBA bubble. Like, what the hell? (laughs) And I was just going to bring this up, but Diego says goodbye, Casey and Ricochet yeah. then, because Casey Catanzaro and Ricochet are always out. By the way, Brandon will mm-hmm. know exactly where this is. Casey Catanzaro posted a story that she was at uh, Tampa Social, was it? What's it called again? Oh, uh, yeah. The, Tampa Social, I think. Yes. That's like right by Safety Harbor. I go, I mean, yeah, yeah. pre-COVID, obviously, but I go there all the time. No, know exactly where it is. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure it's Tampa Social. Is American it? Social. American Social. Thank you. Yes. I American there Social here it in Tampa. In there, it was rattling around. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know it didn't sound right. Like, but it's here in Safety Harbor Island. I know exactly yeah. where she is. You know what I mean? So
0: I almost went over there and said, Casey, damn it. Get your ass at home. Look, it. has got that nice open area for all the coof to like float up. First of the all, atmosphere. she was inside. Yeah. And you, if you know American Social, it is
1: the inside is very, very small. So, no, I disagree with that.
0: I'm sure they were outside. Well yeah, the, the, I just think, you know, if yeah, you're, you're an athlete,
1: I get it. I get that you want to be out. But especially if you're an athlete, like, can you imagine, right, two weeks, right? Imagine Tom Brady right now comes out today that he has COVID and he's going to miss the Super Bowl. No,
0: like, he's how playing, irresponsible? bro. I don't I, no, care if no, no, got no. COVID
1: he's freaking playing. But what I'm saying is how irresponsible would that be? So, of course, tr- WWE trying to set the president like, hey, we need you. We got you in a major storyline and then you're fucking out. Come on now. Now, it's different when, you know, like Keith Lee and, and um, Mia Yim just get it and they're like, I, we don't know how. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, You know what I mean? But my point is, like, you know, they might have gotten. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Brandon. But my point <laughs> is, like, if you're deliberately, this is the key word. It's one thing to haven't break a cup and it's an accident, a coffee mug. And it's another thing to throw a coffee mug down on the floor because you're, you're mad at me. I'm going to be mad about one. You know what I mean? Now, I'm assuming Keith Lee and Mia Yim are telling the truth. You know, they didn't go out and things like that, but they got COVID. Hey, it happened. You know, but if you got Steve Cutler going out to a party and you got
0: COVID, then it's like, fuck you. They're literally like, come on now. I get it. I think they were just looking to get rid of some.
1: <laughs> They're like, Jackson so Riker right. went out to a party. <laughs> yeah. Fire Steve
0: Cutler. <laughs> exactly, bro. Like <laughs> they, know, they know who who, who the maker is. Jackson I can't believe Riker, if
1: you had told me after those comments that Riker made about how black people are not oppressed. Guy. One, if you had told two. me, shut up, Brandon. If you had yeah, told me that's right, that maybe. Jackson Riker would be employed in January and that Steve <laughs> Cutler would be released, I would not believe you. I love it. I love it. There's justice sometimes. Brandon's such a troll. Brandon just lives to <laughs> troll because his life's not interesting enough, so he has to troll other people. Um, people says Ricochet's fired. He'll be all right. He can go to that site Ritter posts on and uh, make hand gesture tutorials. Yes, please never search uh, Ricochet's name on any sort of adult site, please, for the love of God. Okay. But speaking yeah, of rims, hey, uh, uh, Shack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that one, Brandon. <laughs> you can get that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brandon, one thing to, uh, before we go, uh, we yes. got a couple more topics to go. Um, <laughs> but bu- Bully Ray's comments on AEW and NXT. Do you have oh, that ready? Oh, the one time oh. I need you on your damn phone. Okay. Look at this. If Brandon should God. have been prepared for this, do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button right now.
0: Hit that. I think thumbs I got it. I think I got it. Okay, go ahead, Brandon. Read
1: it. Bully Ray's comments on NXT and right. oh, AEW. Let me silence the phone first. So it doesn't ring. All right. Here we go. All right, An hour I, an hour <laughs> and, a, and 15 minutes into this, that's when
0: Brandon silenced his cell phone, just for the record. I, yeah, it was good that you uh, reminded me. All right. Uh, when I watch NXT, I don't see glaring issues like I see maybe with AEW. But the work in the ring is solid. It's tight, uh, meaning in NXT. Nine times out of ten, it makes uh, psychological sense. The physicality is there. A lot of times you watch AEW and you know guys and girls are missing stuff. can get a little indie-rific at times whereas the NXT product is a lot more polished and the work rate is extremely tight. Billy Ray. Get what he's
1: saying, but I feel like he comes across as more of a WWE show when he says that. But I get what he's trying to say. He's trying to say that that the NXT is a more put together show where there are times in in AEW where it's like, it looks like an indie show that happens to be on TV. And uh, I get what he's trying to say, but I feel like he
0: said that wrong. Um, because he's I, talking about the work though, like the actual in ring work, right? So he, yeah, he's kind of talking of about shit. the in
1: ring work, and I, I don't disagree with him. But it was just like I feel like I don't know, man. It's like your Bully Ray. Like I feel like you should have ended on a give some advice <laughs> for AEW, not just like it just comes across <laughs> with the way, people, with the way that people are gonna read it. They're just gonna think that oh, Bully Ray buried AEW when in reality, no, he was just like putting over NXT and. Get what he's saying, but you know, Jr. is probably somewhere going. Damn it, he's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but wait, dude, do, don't you guys think that in probably maybe early, like, like I get NXT's got like you know, like the Thatcher and yep. uh, the one guy. Oh my god, is in my it was in my head. Thatcher, Tommaso Ciampa, uh, the bald guy with the beard, Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. I literally That's just it. said it. Chom- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you got guys like that. You got, uh, you got Balor and, uh, <laughs> the other guy. They have physical, like, re- really physical stuff. You know, it looks like legit in, in the psychology. But didn't, you know, early NXT sort of have that endorific feel to it? No. Well? No, 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 no. No, no no. no, no. I get what
1: you're trying to say, but yeah. the thing is, you know, they were still, this, this goes back actually to the governor restrictions argument. It's like NXT, you, you see that they put the, like, you know, They put the stoppers on these guys when it's necessary whereas in aew it's a little bit too much creative freedom my opinion it's like they need to kind of like i mean tony khan he's getting better because tony khan said oh i forgot which segment but the matt hardy said there was a certain matt hardy segment he said shouldn't happen and Mm. um he was like that's that's on me and i feel like as they go along they're going to understand like yeah this might seem cool on paper but you know um it's not going to be good in practice on a two-hour tv you know what I mean? So um, that's just my thing. It's like, I get what he's trying to say. Um, hey, and I'm going to read this. Is a, is mm-hmm. Ray wrong? AEW don't do one-on-one matches. We always get tag team matches or 10-man tag. Uh, that will actually segue me into our last topic in a second. Mm-hmm. So hold that thought. Um, Brandon's such a casual. People are saying Karrion <laughs> Cross. Can we have a little sidebar on Karrion Cross? I've gone on record as saying Karrion Cross. I've said this before. I've said this on the podcast if you've been paying attention. And I, uh, I've said it before. When people were like, oh, Karrion Cross should sign with AEW, they should do this. And I was like, no. Karrion Cross always looked like he was meant for Kettle Cross at the time, looked like he was meant for the main roster in WWE. You want to talk less is more. That guy has good facials, has nothing to do with his in ring work. And it's not to say he's bad in ring, but he just has a presence. You got Hammerstone, by the way, uh, tweeting out that Cross is the next Rock and people just shit all over him today on the Internet. Literally deleted the tweet because of how much criticism (laughs) he's got. But I got what he meant. He's more facials like the Rock. You don't think of in-ring work. Mm. As good as the Rock was in-ring, you just think of his mannerisms. That's oh, yeah. what you got with Kill Across. Kill has, has a very silent charisma. Kyle says, fuck it, Karrion Cross, because he doesn't understand the greatness <laughs> that is Karrion Cross. That man, Kyle, if talent slapped him across the face like a dick across, his, across the nose, he would not understand. He'd be happy, but he wouldn't understand. So, and Hollis, who is the biggest Karrion Cross fan, saying, no, he's where he's supposed to be. You don't want to see Karrion uh. Cross. Karrion Cross, think about the casuals just what Uh i'm saying lose the blinders guys i love you all to death but lose the blinders stop looking from your point of view and start saying okay you were a casual wrestling fan you're tuning in to raw or smackdown right you you watch it every once in a while wouldn't carrying cross be a guy that you go i don't know what the fuck's going on in wrestling but i like that guy holy shit what is up with that guy and his girlfriend's fucking hot You know what I mean? Like, there's just like an overall package with him. Like, oh my God, like he's scary as shit. Remind me, The Undertaker, you know, it was like something like that. Think about it in terms of the casuals. It makes sense. And then we did, yes, people are saying in the chat, Cross versus Edge. I thought that was a really good interaction. Edge, you know what? Forget even his storyline. Edge did a really good job of putting guys over this week. Mm. When he went uh, face-to-face with um, Damian Priest, you know, went to -to face-to-face with Karrion Cross, Finn Balor, Pete Dunne. Uh, when he was on SmackDown, I forgot who he went face-to-face with on SmackDown. But um, point is, he put over a lot of guys. Put over a lot of guys. Oh, and Hollis says she's agreeing with me. I apologize. I'm used right. to people disagreeing with me <laughs> on the IWC, so I apologize. Um, and Elijah says, agree, the package is good. Yes. Brandon, do you, how do you like carrying cross's package?
0: Kyle O'Reilly. That was the name I was looking for. It finally came to me there we go do you and understand yeah. that about who, 10 who minutes have passed since and...
1: that conversation so i mean, Brandon, I mean that... brandon's mind's about 10 minutes behind you yeah. do you understand <laughs> that when we get off air brandon's gonna sit there and go oh yeah kenta okay <laughs> like it's just gonna click for him all of a sudden but anyway uh, uh yes, yeah. yeah, so, so uh, sonya deville is who he talked to on smackdown yes thank you for mm-hmm. reminding me and and nakamura mm-hmm. so i mean great interactions as far as i'm concerned um Uh, let's see we got other stuff but you know let's let's cut it here i think i think there's something we should talk about i haven't really shown a lot of love to aew so let's talk about this this is our main event here (laughs) actually a little sidebar before we get into main event Uh they did say that like drew mcintyre sheamus like r-truth a couple other people are going to be at the super bowl brandon yeah gronks winning the WWE 24 7 title off of truth again isn't he why not during like halftime or something i just see it happening that would be or cool, be cool. Yeah. but i say halftime safer obviously because right. you know you don't want to put it just on uh if they win but holy crap man it, it would just make sense with the wwe involvement obviously they're there da- they're there to scope out wrestle um for wrestlemania my thing it's cool mm-hmm. i think it's cool to have wwe officials there because they get to see like what will happen like when they put in twenty five thousand people into raymond james literally see how it's going to look you know what I mean? I hope WWE does a little standees the way that the NFL is going to do. Um, I think that'll be cool. Uh, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, they're basically going to put like cutouts of people um, so that it looks like a packed house. So in between people, um, you know, being six feet apart. Don't get that little smirk on your face, Brandon. You can afford an NFL ticket if you tried, okay? Obviously, you spent 10 grand to buy me a. <laughs> but I. <laughs> But anyway, um, again, they're—they're. They're, I think they're scoping it out. They're seeing how it looks in practice, parking lot, everything, procedures, you know, little check-in stations for COVID stuff, and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, but yeah hunter says uh dude what if truth ran into the field mid play gets ran over and gronkowski uh, pins in mid play yes I, I know it's not gonna happen oh, but yeah, yeah. That, would, that would be funny and i think i think something's gonna happen for wwe channels i think obviously gronk has a good relationship with wwe um <laughs> during a halftime like you know truth doing a little thing on social media where gronk is like you know sipping some water breathing heavy and then like oh shit, let me just roll truth up like come on now of course they're going to do something like that. They're, they have to. Um, but anyway, getting back to it, I think it's just really cool, again, that we're getting, Tampa, we're getting the Super Bowl and Wrestlemania mm. within months of each other. We deserve this. We deserve this. Now you got AJ Styles. 25% capacity. You got AJ Styles going, I, 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 you don't deserve anything. I, you, you, earn <laughs> you earn it. You earn it. You know? But uh, anyway, um, let's talk about AEW, okay? The, <laughs> Fernando says The weekend <laughs> yes. becomes champion. Yep, and they're using a weekend song, again, for WrestleMania. But it's, I'm really pissed off because Blinding Lights was such a good song, and it was wasted, unfortunately. No, no nobody's fault, mm. but it was wasted on uh, WrestleMania. Um, what do you call it? 36 with no crowd. Um, again, so let us talk. I know and people are t- telling me TakeOver, but we, we've gone long. I know TakeOver Vengeance Day is going to be great all right guys you want to talk about uh, vengeance day i think it's amazing um i think it's amazing that they're doing like these little callbacks to old pay-per-views i think nxt is really doing a good job of making chicken salad out of chicken shit you know like hey we can't have takeover brooklyn or we can't have takeover uh you know takeover texas but we can have takeover old wwe pay-per-view so i think that's a really Mm. good thing that they're doing um, fast next Sunday. No, we're not talking about fast. So we'll talk about that. We? You, <laughs> Elijah, I love you, man. But we, we're gonna have other episodes. We're gonna have an episode Wait, next uh, week, Friday at 10 p.m. Great advertisement, right there, Brandon. Uh, can you
0: yeah. make next Friday at 10 p.m.? Uh, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about it. <laughs>
1: Bring me Long so. John Silvers <laughs> at 11 a.m. That's all I'm saying. 11 a.m. Yeah. And uh, people are saying great, great way to spend V Day. Brandon, when is V Day? When is Valentine's Day? You said it was because uh, just to recap earlier, Brandon said, uh, "When is Valentine's Day this year?" As if it changes every year. Kyle, I'm going to kill you for this. He says, "Take (laughs) over over the edge, over the edge." If you don't know what pay per view that is, just Google it. I'm not even going to say it on here. Horrible, Kyle. Horrible. Uh, Speaking of something that wasn't horrible, a little sidebar before we get into the Kenta stuff: Um, How good is Roman Reigns at promos now? Uh. I just love when he man, was just, like, uh, calling Edge out, and then he's like, where, Paul, Paul Heyman's like, well, he's not here. He's like, you mean he's not here? He's not here. "Oh would that man play games with me? Whoa, would that man play games <laughs> with me? Like, like it, just the ferocity in which he said that. People don't understand. Like, Roman's good now. It's not even about what he says. It's about how he says it. he's delusional. He's so delusional, and it's such a good character. We all knew this Roman Reigns had this in him, and I'm glad to see it play out. That's nice. that's all I'm going to say. And Paul Heyman, when you he were like doing all of this number, I thought it was right. good. Uh, if you want to see, I made a meme of it. Go on my Instagram, at uh, AKFYT Wrestling. You'll see I have a fun little meme. Go like that right there. All right. Um, <laughs> people saying, oh, my God, you're <laughs> killing me, Kenny. It's where D- Undertaker won the WWF title. Talking about Over e- over the Edge. Yeah. How? Yeah, I mean, I'll flat <laughs> out say it. How horrible that the event was called Over the Edge, and that's where Owen Hart fell to his death. That's, that's why Kyle's saying that crap horrible pay-per-view <laughs> horrible I, I saw that live man that was to uh, like to this day i'm traumatized thinking about that pay-per-view because like i was like nine years old or 10 mm. years old maybe sitting there watching that and when uh jr goes Owen Hart has died and like i knew like my heart stopped because i knew it was like uh a real moment you know like i knew that wasn't fake and uh oh whew. get chills thinking about it but anyway back into it yeah roman's getting really really better at these promos uh paul Heyman being the comic foil during these times and looking scared of him really adds to his character um it's great uh but like
0: roman's been working with orton or something bro like they got that they're like (laughs) i think roman had this in him the
1: whole time it's just they didn't let him they were trying so hard you want to talk about uh uh, the opposite of saying we talk about like Mm -hmm. you know putting the governor and restricting people Here's an example of, like, they restricted Roman too much. They wanted him to be their guy with a certain feel. And, like, Mm. now we're getting a Roman where you can see, like, he's really, you know, can really bite into this character, can really go with this. Like, this, to me, is Roman Reigns. Not like what they had before when he was cutting suffering succotash promos. Mm. Horrible. Horrible. But uh, I'm just glad to see, I mean, to summarize... I don't care what some people, some people in IWC just still hate Roman no matter what, (laughs) but this is the Roman that I think the rest of us who were not so scorned, uh, this is the Roman that we were dying to see. It's not that we hated Roman Reigns, we just hated the character they were having him play. Uh, And yes, Hunter says the one pay-per-view that shouldn't ever be brought up. I agree, just like Brandon's criminal record. On, Go back to the, the hookers comment yeah. I made earlier. But anyway, um, <laughs> speaking of things that shouldn't have happened, that happened. Um, <laughs> so all of a sudden, we're watching AEW. Uh, well, I, sh- I say we, but Brandon was somewhere. <laughs> Who knows where Brandon was? I watched it. Um, <laughs> Fernando says, You're not doing the stamps. <laughs> Fernando does our stamps, So Fernando hates that we're jumping all over the place right now. I apologize, I'm sorry, Fernando. Fernando. Um, watching aew you had a great main event john moxley standing in the ring at the end and all of a sudden kenta shows up so we had some new japan involvement brandon do you don't if you don't know who kenta is that's hideo Itami. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> brandon, i gonna bust my chops for this i had to i had to because i i brandon doesn't know anybody Brandon, you could even I remember actually, kyle o'reilly's yeah. name
0: yeah i with the gears were working
1: man i had to come the to gears, me. the gears will work when we end the episode but anyway back into it <laughs> yeah. um Kenta shows up and you know this is referred to as the forbidden door being opened because nobody saw New Japan working with AEW. New Japan was pretty salty after the Bucks and Cody and stuff Kenny Omega all left and now we see some involvement I don't know I guess things have cooled off a little bit and uh, you know cooler heads prevailed and now we have New Japan working with AEW which is a really really cool dynamic now elephant in the room what's elephant in the room? Go ahead Is Kenta
0: a 205
1: jobber? I saw a lot of people tweeting out, and Kenta reposted one of them. You know, a little sidebar. We'll get into the Kenta stuff. But people said that 205 live jobber, and this is, again, I was trashing AEW stands. I'm going to trash WWE stands right now. If you reduce Kenta to a 205 live jobber, I said this on social media, I judge you. I don't judge him. For the simple reason that you, gotta, you talk to your Daniel Bryans, you talk to your uh, CM Punks, the guys that you look up to, and they say that they got their hardworking style, their hard-hitting style from Kenta. Hmm. So for you to call him a 205 Live jobber reduces him down to his WWE career, which, let's, let's face it, was lackluster. What he did in WWE, I don't even blame WWE for, because injuries happened he was taken out for a while he had a shoulder injury i mean if you don't know how serious his shoulder injury was look at his arm he literally has an arm sleeve on there and a big scar not like a scar that like oh it healed up and you got a little scar no i'm talking about you can see they cut this thing open about three times so he still does not have full funk a fully functioning left arm so for him mm-hmm. to do the stuff that he's done since then is amazing i think it was the best thing for him to do again luck of the draw i think the best thing for him to do was to go back to japan and reclaim his name okay mm. that being said he, he you could see what they were going to do with him in nxt look at balor that's kind of where they were headed with him they were going to have kenta and balor or hideo atami of course um he was a big deal at nxt very big deal in an nxt that was very very stacked at the time so I think anybody reducing him to 205 live jobber, just a troll, doesn't do this man credit. You are not a wrestling fan. You know, I'm not even the biggest Japanese wrestling fan per se. Mm-hmm. But like I knew who Kenta was. When he came to WWE, I knew and, and Brandon, hey, we got a story. Remember when yeah. we went to the San Jose show before they had takeovers? Uh-oh. We yeah. went to the San Jose show. It was a little college. Uh, they had an NXT show that went till three in the morning. What right, happened there? Damn. Yeah, what happened there? Day with Tommy kenta teases and he, as he had been doing for weeks he teases the gts the go to sleep which by the way he invented if you don't know the gts was his move and CM punk stole it from him and has gone See, and on I record it
0: was the other way around no has
1: gone on record <laughs> as saying i took that from kenta and right. uh because people asked him CM punk how'd you come up with that move he's like stole it from a guy named kenta in new japan or uh noah sorry at the time Uh nah, he's in new japan now um flat out said that anyway he finally hits the gts on tyler breeze that night brandon you were there Everybody, loudest reaction out. of the night right you were marking out hard I, am, am i right in saying it was the loudest reaction of the night it was legit so I, again the trajectory that hideo watami was on people were forgetting that it's injuries that caused his wwe career to go the way it did because by the time he came back nxt was a completely different nxt he was gone for like what two years people forget that like he was mm-hmm. uh in a a wrestlemania battle royal while he was in nxt like it was very obvious they were trying to get him involved with the you know representation for japan but kenta came back to a nxt where shinsuke nakamura was now there so now he wasn't even the number one japanese guy when he came back so again i just think it was circumstantial okay If Fernando's saying Noah and New Japan are two different (laughs) companies, did anyone not hear me correct myself when I said New Japan? I said wait, sorry. He was at he was with Noah at the time. Did did anyone hear that? Because Fernando apparently does not have the the capacity uh, to have his ears work past midnight. He's like a gremlin, but with hearing. Who's the lagger now? Right, right. I know Fernando's making fun of Brandon this whole time. (laughs) It's all right, bro. It happens. (laughs) Fernando says, "Kenny's a Japanese casual." You're a common <laughs> sense casual there, Fernando. Um, but let's talk about this. Let's talk about the positives and then I'm gonna do something probably nobody's gonna talk about again because I like to be fair. I'm gonna talk uh-huh. about the negatives, what I feel are the negatives of the New Japan involvement. Um, so obviously it's really cool that AEW's working. I mean really think about this, Brandon. On an episode of Dynamite, we had an NWA star, we had Impact yeah. Stars. And Impact Stars, yeah. We had and a New Japan pro wrestling stars that was formerly a NOAA. For the record, right. <laughs> <laughs> but we had all of this representation there on this, and it's cool. It looks, it looks
0: Where's like ROH. That's what I'm
1: saying. ROH again. Go on my Instagram if you want to see a meme. you I'll just leave it at that. It's literally Kenta telling Kenta Kenny Omega, uh, he says, "Fuck you, I'm not your friend." And it's. I put ROH on Kenny Omega's face. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, where is ROH uh, in the dirt where Bully Ray left it? Um, <laughs> but. But anyway, um, again, it was such good involvement. Like It's good that we got all these representation kind of going against the machine WWE. <laughs> but the one thing that I'm worried about, right? Again, as a fan, and I'm just taking a step back. We have one show. One show. AEW Dynamite that is two hours long. And people are already struggling for time. And I don't think a lot of people have thought about this. You're literally kind of burying some of these aew guys because now they don't have the time to be on the main mm. show you can say oh well aew dark and stuff but that's not why you go to aew you don't go in there to be on dark dark is meant for uh other people you know like the the indie wrestlers to kind of get their name out there you know like why are joey Janela's and stuff on aew dark more you know what i mean i know Janela's going to be on the next one but my point mm. is now i feel like you're People, if people critique WWE for this, they got to critique AEW. People say WWE is giving all these spots. They're taking these guys up from NXT and they're taking spots in Raw or SmackDown. So how is a New Japan star or Impact star not taking spots from people in AEW? I'm Mm. happy, personally, again, I think the positives far outweigh the negatives. Because when you have all these companies involved, now you have more of like a, who else could come in? You, know, can you imagine Suzuki coming in and just killing all these young boys? Come on, It'd be amazing. But yeah, Dr. NXT Scorpio says, I noticed they keep running out of time the last few weeks. Yes. And then Hollis brings up a point that I was going to say, which is there is still the second AEW TNT show. Yes, we mm-hmm. do have a, a second AEW TNT show coming up. But again, it's like it's Dynamite's the main show right now. You know, mm. is, is it is aew's audience big enough for that second show right now you know and uh okay so hollis brings up a really yeah. good point which is you're not wrong but also had kenny and private party on impact agreed agreed let's not lose sight of that let's not okay. lose sight of the fact that that moxley is uh you know us champion in new japan you know what i mean um and so, again, yeah, everybody's pointing it out, and I, I'm happy that you're saying it. Uh, Kyle says, from Apron Bump, says, I agree with you, Kenny, but that time can be spread across Impact, New Japan's show, etc. Ultimately, the best stars will rise to the top. But then I ask you this mm-hmm. question. If New Japan's doing this, if Impact's doing this, if AEW's doing this, does it help their crowds? What I mean by mm-hmm. that is, okay, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this bluntly, right? you got a couple people in here on this chat who do have their own wrestling podcast. If Kenny's on Europe Wrestling Podcast and you're on Kenny's Wrestling Podcast and, and we're always going back and forth with each other, it, it almost loses its exclusi- exclusivity. Is that how you say exclusivity. that word? Exclusivity. Thank you. I was like, I know I'm not saying that right, but you know, I've had a graham cracker and a drink. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my point is, what makes it special? and that's why mm-hmm. sometimes WWE does get it right and again hey i want to be proven wrong i'm saying that right now i'm not trying to crap on AEW. i want them i want every one of those companies involved to do good mm. but sometimes WWE gets it right where you only see one guy on one brand and it, it it makes sense and you're like okay i know where to tune in to see this guy or this girl for that matter let me let me put it across the board um, whereas, like, if I'm like, okay, I can see Moxley in New Japan. I can see him on AEW. I can see this. It's like, does the person who's just a Moxley fan go? Oh, I don't really care about Dynamite too much. Like, is what I'm saying is, mm. is it better? Which ways? Which which outweighs the the other? Is it better for Moxley to get exposure all the way around and all these companies to help each other, or is it better if you know that Moxley's an AEW guy and that's it? And the problem is mm-hmm. none of us really have the answer, but we're going to find out, right? We're going to see what happens with this audience. Does it help ratings? Obviously, we saw AEW did 844,000. Was that because right. of Kenta? No, he wasn't advertised. So it was, it was due right. to the
0: theme show, right? Who knows? And do I'll, they like retain that Do that they retain Because right. I don't it's know like, if the same thing's happening with Impact necessarily, you know. They're still retaining people that are, you know, that came in just for that one week when Omega and friends are there, you know, again, to, to feel like, you know, at least we're ending this on a
1: good note. I at least feel like it opens up a door of possibilities where it's like, you can be like watching dynamite and Oh shit. Who's that? That just showed up. You know what I mean? But to me, it's like, okay, I guess I feel like people shouldn't be swapping shows so much as much as there should be like, okay, if Kenta's going, to to aew like give him a run for six months mm. does that make sense like let him stay there which obviously has its challenges but you know like make it like territories i guess is my point you know make them exclusive for the time i don't know again i'm, I'm just spitballing because this is something we really never seen before i guess that's the positive in it you know what i mean and and people Hollis saying i don't think it's going to be an all the time thing i think it's just new the start and it will calm down yes and I, I'll, I'll give it a chance um people saying just make sure stephanie mcmahon <laughs> the owner of AEW, and Jessica, yes? <laughs> and shane mcmahon the owner please. of impact yes please never let's never ever do that again let's <laughs> never ever do an invasion type angle but again i don't know we'll see and i hope i'm wrong i hope um i hope that there is no <laughs> negative to this i hope this helps all companies involved But to me, it's like, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool when they were just had impact, but like now they got New Japan. I don't know. I just don't want to, I guess my point is this, right? Sometimes if you get things that are too, this is probably the best way to say it. Sometimes if you get things that are too special, they don't become special anymore. If Christmas was every day, it would lose its luster. Christmas comes once a year. So that's why Christmas is Christmas valentine's day february Uh, 14th comes once a year uh, brandon so that's uh, why it's special but my point is you know i hope that they don't lose their specialness in all of this crossover branding that's my point because too much of a good thing is bad just like our podcast so we might want to start wrapping this up brandon that's right. Let's mark out for for Kenta one more time, everybody. Please. Mark out. Let yeah. me know in the comments right now. Do you think Kenta showing up in AEW is a good thing? And yeah, let, let's summarize with this. Uh, Hunter says this is perfect. Less is more moment. Agreed. None of us know what's going to happen next, and that's what matters. Uh, that's a great thing that we don't get uh, in wrestling a lot. Yes, and let's talk about being grateful. That's you know I always like to end on a positive note. Um Sometimes, you know, like with, with this situation, I'm just grateful, man. I'm just grateful that we're getting a whole new storyline with a whole new feel to it. Just like in your life, sometimes it's so easy to focus on what you don't have sometimes. You got to focus on what you do have. Okay? If you wake up every day <coughs> for. Fernando says my mind needs a break from casual Lagging Brandon but if you wake up every day And just focus on being happy for what You have as opposed to what you don't have That is the definition of happiness Because if you're not grateful for What you have in life You will never be happy at any point In your life Because you'll always want more There's a fine balance to all these things Brandon
0: I always want more
1: Yeah Diego says you're lagging. It's an eight. But here, guys, again, just to remind you of who we are sponsored by. Let's leave you with this. And you all have a good rest of your night. Please give a thumbs up to this episode. Help us in the algorithms because God knows Brandon's not. And uh, we'll see you next week, Friday, 10 p.m., our normal time slot. Thanks for joining us, guys. Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience.